to Summer Cult Network. I am Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. And we are continuing and concluding our October Scarefest with my pick from 1986, Night of the Creeps, a film I've seen once before and thought it was very okay. Did my opinion change? We'll find out. It's, Hanto. All, about, it's all about Chris. Yeah, so. apparently. <laughs> Honto has seen this movie numerous times. It's a lot. Uh, spoiler alert, that probably means he likes it. Uh, Matt we'll has seen it one other time. One other time. So Matt is on my uh, my level with this one as well. Did you like it the first time you watched it, Matt? I thought it was okay. Okay, that's his, that's a, yeah. I thought it was fine. Yeah. It's okay. It's uh, and honestly, watching it a second time, it's got some really cool stuff in it, but it's like there, I, I can't quite pin what it's missing, and I think it's a uh, uh, it needs more Tom Adkins. Yes. That's the problem with this movie, is yes. that it's a Tom Atkins movie. This movie is a Tom Atkins movie. But he's not in it as much as he needs to be in oh, it. Oh, you mean Tiny Tiny Toes Tom? Tiny Toes Tom. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, I yeah. forgot about that, and <laughs> this what? is awesome. You want to explain this? I'll, I'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. Me and Hunter watched this together. It was something I noticed, and we could not stop laughing. Um, so let's go ahead and do... <laughs> this is I, for, I forgot about this. This is great. Um, so let's do what we do at the beginning of every episode. Night of the Creeps, 1986. What do you think the budget was for this film? Matt, I'll start off with you. The budget? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we do it like, every, you know, every show. I, well, I know, but we just covered, okay, like, spoiler alert, we just did this right after we talked about Halloween Ends. Yeah. And doing the matching budgets with that, it's like, I don't know, $8 million? I mean, last, don't go 700000 like guess. last time. No, it was $700 million. Oh, was yeah. That, was, yeah, sorry, $700 well, million. Well, why? Uh, the budget was seventy. Thousand. Okay. This is an independent movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a student project. But, so we'll, go, we'll go nine million. Clerks presents Night of the, <laughs> Night of the Creeps. Nine million. Swingers presents <laughs> uh, Donnie Darko. Here <laughs> Max production. Boondock Saints. <laughs> uh, five million was the budget. Mm. Oh. How much do you think this made worldwide? Hanta, I'll start off with you. Uh, like fifty million. Okay. Did you say two fifty million? Fifteen million. Fifteen million. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Uh, I don't know, like nine million. It made five hundred thousand dollars. Whoa! So, Oof. Yeah. Wow. Oof. Uh, more precisely, five. Wow. Five, five nine one three six six point zero zero. Worldwide. That's the budget. That's yeah. the worldwide. <laughs> like so, five yeah. nine one three two. It did not. This was a box. Did you say you don't remember this? I don't remember this. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> no. How how does that happen? Like I feel like it's not. Um, Wow, you have to do like no advertising for a movie to make that. <laughs> no like, advertising. Okay. Okay. Put it out there. Uh, so yeah, this movie was a box office bomb. Um, as far as reviews, what do you think it has on Rotten Tomatoes? Matt, go. Uh, fifty-four. Hanto, go. Sixty-four. Seventy-five percent. Okay. That's what it's sitting at. Oh currently. wow, that's pretty high. So, all right, Hanto, take us to the cast and the crew. Of Night is the Creeps. Night of the Creeps, 1986, directed by Fred Decker, best known for The Monster Squad. And he also directed a little Tales from the Crypt episode called The Thing from the Grave, season two, episode six. It's the one with Terry Hatcher. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. With, and, our, and our friend. I just watched that, yeah. And our friend Miguel Ferrer. Yeah. I love that guy. Uh, that episode's great. That's a legit. And that's from like an e- ECW. EC Comics. EC Comics. Yeah, they're all from EC Comics. I was thinking like EC Wrestling. They're all... all, uh, um, But that one specifically has like a cover. That's like a cover that you've seen. the cover is very iconic. Yeah, yeah. But he did a lot of writing. Uh, I think he actually wrote uh, for The Predator with... uh, Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with Shane Black. 
Ooh. Yeah, that movie Oof. is. Oof. What the hell is that movie? Oof. Like, I don't, I don't mean to dog on movies. I never try to dog on movies. Same. I feel the same. But that movie is like, we almost saw that. What the fuck? And, uh, we almost saw that at TIFF when we went to Toronto yeah. for that festival. Yeah. Can you imagine being in the theater with all those other actors and trying not to laugh at things that you're not supposed you're to be like, laughing at? You're like, man, this movie's really bad. And it's Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, we got starring Jason Lively as Chris. Uh, National Lampoon's European Vacation. He plays Rusty. Oh, he does. Son. He does. That's what he's from. I yep. didn't look up anybody. I never try to look up anybody. Yeah. Same. It's always hard to because I'm like, man, I want to look up everybody in this movie. Except the girl. I did look up the girl because okay. I was like, I knew who she was. I called it because me and Han to watch this together. Yeah. And, it was. and she, he's also in a movie called Brainstorm, which I feel like I've seen the cover for. I've never actually seen the okay. movie. Is that the is Brainstorm the one with like the little entity that like grows out of his brain or something? I don't know. I don't. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like that's one of the. It's one of those like um, it's alive, uh, brain damage type, like uh, movie. Okay. All right. I'm yeah, kidding. I do. Brainstorm I does not I'll just keep, sound. I'll just keep speculating over no, you're here. Yeah. I can't can. recall what the cover was. But okay. it stars Christopher Walken. So okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Steve Marshall as JC, which is the friend. The only thing that he kind of he kind of didn't really do much, but he's in like an episode of Twenty One Jump Street. Oh, okay. dude, he's great in this. Yeah, I'm surprised really that like he him. like. I think this is also like one of his first roles too. Really? So it's like, what happened? Yeah, it's a bummer. This? I really like. He him should have been in the lead. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Right. Uh, stuck around a little longer. Jill Whitlow as Cynthia Cronenberg. Weird Science, Mask, and Porkies. We okay. So I explained this to Hanto. I think this is. I I'm could be wrong. I mean, you could be wrong. Oh okay. Yeah, go. go. <laughs> I know exactly what yeah. part she is in Weird Science. She okay. When we went to Horror Hound, we saw a panel for Weird Science. And the uh, Anthony Michael Hall's girlfriend that's in that from Killer I Clowns so, yeah. made a phone call to someone that was in Weird Science. This was the girl that she called. Is she, it? See, I, I thought she I, called I, I the other. Was, she I thought she called, it was the friend. Yeah, I thought it was the friend. I did too, but it wasn't because um, she made a comment halfway through. I was like, oh, I thought she was calling her, and she wasn't. Oh, okay. See, because I think in the in Weird Science, she plays like the perfume clerk. Yeah. At the, at the Are you guys yeah. buying something for your mothers? And then... Like they each buy one, like yeah, buy yourself one as well, yeah. And they're like, nice. yeah. it's a very quick scene, uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's who she called. The girl from Killer Clowns called her. Oh, uh, okay. Debbie, 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 Debbie. Uh, then we have uh, Wally Taylor as Detective Landis, Escape from New York, Rocky Three, The Golden Child. He's one of the cops that Tom Atkins interacts with. Okay. Oh. Uh, David Paymer as the scientist. I was kind of surprised about this because he's like a character actor. He pops yeah. up in a yeah. lot of stuff. What else is he? What, what do I know him from? So you probably know him from Drag Me to Hell. He's the bank, like the bank uh, I do, boss. Yes, okay, I do remember that. The bank boss. Yeah. Uh, he's in Get, Get Shorty. Okay. He's also in an episode of Tales from the Crypt season five, but you've seen him in a, I know, a I know, lot of 100%, stuff. Oh, I know, 100%, yeah. Was he on Mad About You? Um, You know, I didn't even notice that. He, but Maybe he, not. Seems, Maybe he not. seems like he could be like a TV Yeah, guy. but Drag Me to Hell, for sure. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Then uh, Tom Atkins as Ray Cameron, the lead detective in this movie. Tiny Toes Tom. Tiny Toes Tom Atkins. Matt wants uh, to know cool. so bad with the... Yeah, you might as well just leave this up to the end. <laughs> Escape, <laughs> Escape from New York, The Fog, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, previous episodes, Lethal Weapon, and Creep Show. Another uh, Shane Black screenplay. Yeah, but this isn't Shane Black. Yeah, it's... Oh yeah, Shane Black didn't write anything on. Dude, I, I said think, the same thing. I don't, Hanto. He, I don't think he had anything in this yeah, movie. I, I, I thought the same thing as I was Did watching. We, it, I, yeah. But maybe he had like some ghostwriting or something like that. I can't remember. We had a story related to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think he's in God, something. It, this sucks because we we talked about Night of the Creeps. 
on a podcast recently, and there was like a backstory related to it, and I cannot for the life of me remember what it was. Are you sure it was a... It was trivia from another movie about Night of the Creeps that wasn't on the Night of the Creeps trivia. Okay. 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 And, uh... Oh, you're thinking, is... you're thinking of Night is the Creeps. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, you're thinking, I am a creep. <laughs> <laughs> and this is tonight. Uh, and then we have Big Dick Miller as the, uh, yeah. the inventory specialist. Dude, love Dick the, Miller, man. Uh, Terminator, The Burbs, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, and previous episodes, Gremlins and The Explorers. Love wow. Dick Miller. Yeah, very cool. That's all I have for her. So I just sent you guys a screenshot for a movie I did not know existed. Um, it's from... Oh, Ghost Chase. Yeah, I was going br- to bring this yeah. up. I wasn't sure. Okay, 1987. Um, it stars both leads from Night of the Creeps. It stars Chris and... Uh, what's the girl's name in this? Cynthia. Cynthia. So it stars Chris and Cynthia, and it's about a haunted house, and it's um, Roland Emmerich's first movie. Whoa! Really? What? Yeah. So I think it's very odd. I don't know what this movie is. I will is. be searching YouTube later to see yeah, I'll be I'm watching this. Very yeah. interested. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and... Oh, well, I'm sorry. You might have said this. Who is this written by? Was it written by Fred? I think it's written by Fred Decker. Fred, Fred, Fred and Decker? Fred Decker. Okay. So let's go ahead and dive into Night of the Creeps 1986. The film starts off in a very cool black and white fashion um, that it's supposed to take place in 1959. And Oh, actually, this part's not even in black and white, but it is very humorous because it's a bunch of aliens oh, running on a ship. It's awesome. Yeah. Dude, me and Honto were geeking at not these aliens. Not supposed to be funny. Not yeah. supposed to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, here's a trivia on it: is that Fred Decker would is like they they were talking about doing clay. They were <laughs> talking about doing great. clay anime clay animation. Okay. okay. And he's like, I don't want to do that. Um, so he was like, what, what we'll do is we'll do uh actual costumes. Okay. So he didn't want it. It wasn't supposed to be funny, but everyone kept laughing and. <laughs> And then he was like, "Yeah, I'm not surprised." Well, he 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 said it was kind of a blessing because it sets people up for the rest of the movie. Okay, so the tone. So it's like it sets a tone, and it's like, oh, kind of cool. Yeah, uh, dude. Yeah, I they look like geeking. they look like uh, they're mouth breathing the entire time. Especially <laughs> when the guys like running with the cameras. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Hot's already called that for next year's Halloween costume. <laughs> oh, really? so, yeah. so which I run through the room. Like, <laughs> yeah. dude. I totally hope. And then so. we're gonna be like, oh, let's. Um, <laughs> Dude, I always get this mixed up with um, that. Uh, God, uh, what's that other alien movie? I you, I've never seen it, but I've always saw the poster of it. It's uh, oh, is it um, is it Space Invaders? No. Oh, um, come is back it, to me. I'll think of it. Okay. 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 Is it the one with uh, Peter Jackson's like? Second oh, movie? bad taste. Bad yes. taste. Yeah, I yeah, always yeah. got this mixed up. They with, do like, look like bad taste. Yeah, I always thought this was the creatures. opening, the bad taste, and yeah. dude, it's hysterical it's, it's one of those things movie. where i've seen this so many times i always forget that this is the intro dude where it's it, like it oh yeah it's off. like an alien yeah. like right escape or whatever like it's basically a a bio terrorist that's getting rid of this yeah. science project that they're working on and the guys are trying to stop them yeah, yeah. so it's 1959 aboard a spacecraft two aliens race to keep an experiment from being released by a third member of the crew the seemingly possessed third alien shoots the canister into space when it crashes to Earth. Oh, he's possessed? That's what it says. Oh, really? Yeah. What? I don't know. That's interesting. I did, I did not, not read it I, that I, way. I did not take yeah. it that way. I thought yeah, it was I like... I took it as like a bioterrorist. Yeah, I thought it was like... Or like a um, like a, like a pro, like a hippie, like a hippie protester. Oh, yeah, like a 28 Days Later kind of situation. Yeah. Like, yeah, gonna, yeah. We accidentally released it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. But that makes you kind of view it differently. Like I said, these aren't my words, but uh, I'm kind of interested now. These are Wikipedia's. 
Um, the seemingly possessed third alien shoots cancer into space where it crashed Earth. Nearby, a college man takes his date to a parking spot when he sees a falling star and he investigates. Very uh, 1988 blob, uh, kind of just seeing the yeah. meteor, you know. Yeah. I, th- I think this whole intro is great because they, they go and they park in. It sets up for the whole movie. There's, there's a lot of plot lines in this movie, um, surprisingly. Because yeah, it's like two movies. Yeah. yeah, there's like a killer on the loose. Yep. And there's an alien invasion. And then the cop that sees it all is Tom Atkins as a young man that will ultimately um, form him, you know, throughout yeah. his years. I love how this opens up with like because they 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 take the um, the hook. The urban legend yeah. hook. They oh, do. I didn't think about they that. Do. One. Oh, 100%. They, spin, they yeah. do their take yeah. off, right? Yeah. Where it's like this axe mur- They go on the. This is really goofy because they go on the radio. She turns on the radio when she's waiting by this hill, right? Yeah. And the radio's like, uh, like, police are still looking for the axe murderer that is in between, I don't know, State Line 5 and yeah. uh, blah, 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 and college. And she's like, we're there. Yeah, like, we're there. I love that the radio announcer knows this. Oh, right. But there's no cops around. The cops That's a good point, actually. aren't there. Like, yeah. don't you think that if the the radio announcer knows, knows it's because there's the all the cops are flanking this area, yeah, but yeah. they're not there yet? Yeah, that, <laughs> that's a really that good point, actually. Sense. Um, so yeah, so there's this criminally insane mental patient out in this area, um, and the guy's date is attacks attacked by the axe wielding maniac, and uh, the boy finds the canister that the alien set down to Earth, and this like slug like thing jumps out of the canister and lands into yeah. his mouth. Yep. So then we cut to modern day, which is in the 80s. This is 1986. Yep. This is almost 30 years later. We meet Chris, who is at, I think this is like a sorority or... It's a like a fraternity-like a fraternity, initi- I'm sorry. Initi- initiation, basically. Like yeah. A- um, he's with his buddy, JC, who I did want to ask. I don't know if we know this or not. Is JC actually disabled or is that a character uh, trait? Oh, I don't know. I... Don't think it's. I think it's a character trait. It is I, a character I, I, trait. I thought it was. Okay. Um, before I get into the whole Chris and JC thing, dude, their chemistry is awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's I good. really like them as a duo. Yeah, it's yeah awesome. I like it better than the relationship. I kind of wish this movie was more about the friendship and not yeah, him right. trying to date this girl. Yeah, yeah. And I wish it would have continued longer. Like when JC spoiler when JC ends up passing, um. I kind of expected him to come back later on in the movie or something, but it's yeah. just kind of like, nope, he died by the water heater and that was it. The, by the water, furnace. The water yeah. heater. <laughs> or by the furnace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is actually very sad. It's a bummer, man, because yeah, he's like bummer. probably next to Tom Atkins, probably the second best character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, during this whole pledge week, um, it says they're at Corman University, so I guess we'll dive into this whole thing. Dude, there's a lot of uh, mentions. Roger Corman University. Uh, Cynthia, the girl that Chris is in love with, her last name is Cronenberg. Yeah. Um, Ramey is mentioned. Sar- Sergeant Ramey. Yeah. Carpenter um, is mentioned. Did, did Carpenter. Chris Cu- Carpenter. Cunningham. Yeah, Cunningham. Uh, Detective Landis. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I think Corman. Uni- did we already yeah, say yeah. Corman University? University yeah. Okay. Um, I think Carpenter. Corman University. Makes <laughs> 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 it possible. possible. <laughs> o- online Corman University. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we got all these references to these like these famous film directors. Um, so Cynthia is our main female lead that Chris falls in love with instantly, which I felt kind of like cringy at first, mm-hmm. but I like later on when JC like calls him out. He's like, yeah, you just fall in love with every girl that you see, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I yeah. like that because yeah. it feels a little like forced at the beginning right. when he like sees her and she's like, oh man, I love her so much. I'm like, this is It's kinda... really, yeah. And I'm not buying the, the, the romance, not to say that like 
throughout the whole she's, movie. Like, yeah, that's it's that like she's out of his league. Mutual, like, mutually, like, yeah. yeah. I just feel like she's into him for no reason. I'm like, what's she and, into him for? And like, they make it look like that they're yeah. the outcasts with no friends. They, yeah. They're the nerds. They have no friends, blah, Dude, blah. He's done Cynthia nothing. Cynthia is like, more into JC than JC is into her. Well, because oh like, yeah, no, she yeah, totally like, is. JC yeah, she comes totally over is. and he's like really like witty and he's like quick and making these jokes and she's laughing and I'm like, oh they, man, they, again, they should have just made JC the main character because it would have been infinitely more interesting. He has more personality, more character, and yes. just, yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I uh, I feel like I would buy that a little bit more. I don't know. I just feel like she's into uh, the main character for like kind of no reason. Yeah, I kind of agree. She's like it my friend over here. She yeah. looks over him and he like spills the drink or bumps into somebody with the drink. She's like, "That's that's the one. Cool. That's the guy." Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, JC is great, man. Like all these one liners he's like flinging out, and then he's like making fun of the jock about yeah. like you know like the phone call and everything. Like JC is like I would yeah like I agree. Yeah. I think he should have been the main. Yeah, I feel bad for this jock. Oh uh, yeah, right. Yeah, he the, seems kind of like a unibrow. cool guy. Yeah, yeah, he's, right. He's, he's actually like, super nice. Yeah, still. he's super nice. He seems like a cool guy. Yeah, like he's like, oh, thanks, bud, for the phone call. Yeah, you know? like he says, thank you. Like uh, Chris and JC, they want to get into this fraternity um, with Cynthia's boyfriend, who they don't really set up as much as a protagonist or an anti- antagonist antagonist yeah. as they should. Yeah, like he, it feels like he's going to be a character that's throughout the movie a little bit longer. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, the only. The only the only time he actually does become a true antagonist is when he trips JC with the crutches oh, or yes, whatever. Yes, you're like, oh, yeah, man, what a terrible yeah. human being. Yeah. Um, what a piece He's of worse than the aliens. That yeah. they're- <laughs> so Cynthia's boyfriend is like, hey, if you want to get into our pledge <clears throat> or entire fraternity, yeah. you have to get a frozen corpse and place on the steps of another uh, it's sorority. Like a, yeah, or, sorority, yeah. yeah. And so JC and Chris, they go to this, like, is it a lab on campus? It must be yes. like, it must be like where they do like the um, for medical school, like why perform. are they yeah. keeping this frozen corpse? Why not on a college campus? <laughs> why not? Know. It's the same thing as like the crate in Creepshow. Like, yeah, why okay, is, that's, that's yeah, dope. Why okay. is that that's crate fair, here? Fair. Does that crate get delivered to, or is it just there in the? It's in the. It's there campus? from an expedition, so uh, it's like yeah, colleges, dude. They're like people like bring stuff in there for studying, and, and it just then, gets forgotten, and it gets forgotten. Forgotten. So it's like especially yeah. the older colleges. There's like a plethora of just shit that's in there that like people forgot about everything. Yeah, years. yeah. Um, so I I love this set. I think the set is so creepy. It's very like, like B movie. Yes, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, like a sci- B, sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. Um, they accidentally released the body of the it's the guy student from the, from the beginning who yeah. gets the slug in his mouth. They freak out. They run away. And in the meantime, we're introduced to Tiny Toes' mom. <laughs> uh, he plays the detective. <laughs> At the beginning of this film, who witnesses his girlfriend being killed by the ex-murderer. Yeah, yeah. But the way this opens up, it's like a dream within a dream, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And the whole thing is, is Tom Atkins is on a beach in a suit, and the camera is like right in front of him, and he's got his legs crossed, and he's like just hanging on It's the whatever beach. camera and length they use, or camera they use in the focal length. But dude, his feet looked so the, small. You <laughs> were like this dude, big. Dude, we geeked so hard. It was... I'm going to look this up while you're Yeah, talking. go ahead and ty- type in Tiny Toes Tom and see what yeah, pops it'll up. Pop I'll, I'll fight. It'll auto-populate Tom Atkins, Night yeah. of the Creeps, 86. <laughs> so, on beach. so many pictures. So Uplo- many pictures. Uploaded by Hanto. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, this is Detective Ray Cameron. Uh, he's a haunted cop, and he's called into the uh, the cryogenics lab. On, oh wow! Yeah. Did you already find it? No, you butchered that word. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Cryo, cryogenic Kyo, cryogenics Kyo, lab. Kyle Jenix's lab. Um, Here you go. So, oh, Hunter's already found the picture yeah. of 
I tiny, think it's Tom Atkins Beach. Tiny Toes Tom. I don't know if it's going to be as funny. Tiny, toes, um, tiny toes Tom. Does it look tiny? Does it still hold up? Let me see. It looks pretty small. Dude, they look so small, man. <laughs> He's wearing like a size three. <laughs> it looks like the way like I would draw it. Yeah, like, yeah. If somebody was like, draw this from memory, and I was like, why is his feet so small? Oh, man, like, I just, I can never get feet right. Proportions. I just, I just, I'm terrible. Uh, they're, they're too big or too small. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, so uh, Detective gets called to scene. The thing about Tom Atkins' character throughout this movie is it's cool. It's goofy, but it's cool goofy because all his dialogue is, like, written for a movie. Thrill me. Yeah, thrill me. Like, everything is, like, um, like quips. Yeah. And you could tell it's it, – okay, the thing is, is, like, it shows him later on, and he's reading all these, like, Raymond Chandler books and all these old detective books. Yeah. They're all over his apartment or house, and I think he plays off those books – He's like, hard-boiled detective. He, well, he, he's like a film noir detective. Everything is like a reference to the 50s in this movie. It's either like 50s sci-fi movies or 50s monster movies. Yeah, or 50s, it totally is. Uh, like noir the, movies. Yep. Yeah, that's actually a really I really. I mean, I really yeah. dig that, that yeah. concept. Um, so I'm reading this. I don't know if this is true, but this is in the description. Uh, so the corpse that gets freed uh, makes its way back to the sorority house where he picked up his date 27 years ago. Okay. Yep. So I wonder if he went there by memory or if Kind of like the Dawn was, of the Dead, like... When you know, you're like... The, yeah. yeah. Um, when he's there, he actually... Actually, the effects are very cool in this because his head splits open. Yeah. And like all these slugs come like pouring out. Yeah, like, I, I kept watching it for like you could, strings. You definitely or, could. We, I saw, I, I saw, I saw quite a strings. few strings. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it still works. Oh, it's great. Are, so, how, yeah. so how was it? Was it like the strings are... I think the strings are pulling. Are they pulling it? It's yeah. not like a rail system? I don't think so. Oh, okay. uh, maybe actually. Maybe like, the rail system. Because I was trying to figure out, I was like, how are they weighing them down? Yeah. Because they, they got to get they got to push them through the grass, right? So it's right. like maybe they could be like lead weighted so that yeah. they can get the grass There's, to move around. There was one scene in particular where it's like a sidewalk with the bushes. And they're crossing And there's like, yeah, there's multiple that yeah. are crossing. Mm-hmm. You could see the strings like the multiple pulling basically okay yeah. Yeah. okay um so the next day the fraternity brothers they confront chris and jc about the body and they're like hey we didn't tell you to do that body at that sorority etc cetera, etc cetera. and there's kind of a whole like confrontation about it um and this is when the cops show up as well and they interrogate chris and jc call them alfalfa and spanky yeah and then uh they have the janitor there oh my god and they're like yeah the janitor was there he heard you scream like a banshee i hate this banshees we were geeking really oh yeah. i gosh. hate it because it's just I, it's not funny and they just keep they keep rolling i mean even even it's oh. like several hours later he's mopping <laughs> he's like yeah. banshees he's like scream like banshees <laughs> dude i was geeking at this i thought it was hysterical. because he does it when uh when they cut to him at the when he's mopping the floor in the yeah. hallway he's like Screaming like badges. Ah! And he screams like a badge. Yeah. <laughs> um, during this time, too, um, JC goes over to use the restroom. Yeah. Uh, this is a pretty intense scene. I mean, this is done very well. Yeah, um, but again, yeah. it's like the outcome is not favorable for this movie. Unfortunately. What do you mean? Like, the fact that they basically, this is his death scene. Oh, for sure. Which yeah. is like, I just think it's a good scene. It's not doing, it's, yeah. it's really good. It just doesn't do the movie justice. Did you guys see the Monster Squad thing on the wall? No, no. Okay, there's a poster. I've, I've read this several times over, and I, and I was looking for it when I was watching. I cannot find it, but it says "Monster Squad Rules." Really, in graffiti in the bathroom. Oh, that's awesome. Very cool. I cannot find it. I was really, oh, like, really? on the stall or on the stall or in the stall when he's sitting. Yeah, there. he's. But I was like something. eagle eye hunting it down. I was like, where the hell is it? I know it's there, and I couldn't find it this time. Interesting. Um. So while he uses the restroom, he gets attacked by the slugs, and he ends up pretty much 
being like possessed. He gets yeah, he's able to burn it with like a mat like matches I think the janitor drops. I don't really it's know. It's very weird how he decides that this is how he's gonna like I mean, what else are you gonna do? I don't know. He just like lights the matches and kind of like leans over, just kinda of, like waiting for them to come to him. It's yeah. a, kind of an odd Yeah, scene. I don't yeah. I don't understand how he figures it out, but it's good, it but it's 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 a little odd. Um, but yeah, but he ends up dying or being possessed by the slugs. And meanwhile, Chris and Th- Cynthia are kind of hitting it off and she asked him to the dance. And like Matt said, like, okay, I like both these actors. Yeah. I think the Cynthia character, I like how, um, I'm trying to think of the word I'm trying to use. Can I be honest? Yeah. What you got? I don't think she's actually into him. I think she's into pissing off Brad. Oh, I, right? boyfriend. I can see that. And that's why she's like hooking up with him to get him to come to the, the dance and everything because she's like, I want to piss him off by like but dating a geeky it guy. It is weird what is, she doesn't break it off with her boyfriend. She's like, I was going to call you. Like, she's not What like, does Brad do? Is it the tripping JC? Is that what pisses It is. Off? And then yeah. she does like the middle finger. Like, oh, yeah. The, yeah. One, the classic wind yeah, up. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I don't even think a bully would ever do this. <laughs> I don't think a bully would ever like trip somebody with crutches. And be like, come on, guys, you're on my side, right? Well, I that's like what, that's like, what I'm saying. He's the true monster in this movie. Yeah, but I feel like this is immediate, like, dude, you're like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, you know that's a douchebag move. On, that's like, just, like, universal. Yeah, it's universal. Like, um, No, this guy was giving me a total... Uh, do you guys remember the first... Uh, oh, I guess, like, all of the Resident The first Evil. Animal House? Re- no, Resident Evil games. Yes. Do you remember uh, Wesker? Yes. The, the blonde hair? He's yeah. Like, he, don't, he don't. The, yeah, Wesker with the glasses? Yeah. This guy is, like, I think they based... Wesker off of this guy, dude. Like, the hair, no, really? No joke. Even the way he talks, too. I don't remember the way he talks. It's just like very, like very dramatic, you know? Yeah. And just cool. like uh, I was like, they have. I was like, even I remember we were watching. I was like, typing. I was like, Resident Evil, like Wesker, Night of the Creek. Like, is there a connection somewhere? Because like this guy is definitely like the inspiration for this character. It has okay. to be right. Um, at this point, uh, the detective shows up. I'm searching it now. I am. <laughs> The detective shows up and he talks to Chris to figure out what's going on, explains his whole past history. Um, and he talks about how he buried, he went and got, he killed the the lunatic. Yeah. And buried yeah. him in the house. This, I do, I love. Uh, I like this monologue a lot. Yeah, the monologue where it's just like slowly zooming in. It's really like, cool. He's like, you know what happened next? Uh, was it Spanky? He calls him Spanky. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, you know what happened? He's like, I don't think you should be telling me this right now. <laughs> well, and I like the fact that when he asks the question, he's like, why are you telling me this? He's like, I don't know. That's what I'm trying to It's kind of, out. dude. Oh, that I, is that's dope. Kind of cool. yes, Everything that is about dope. this character, yeah. this uh, detective character is just like, right? so cool. Yeah, he's like, so well written, but I think it's the fear of like writing. It's a supposed movie. to be. It's supposed to be like a college movie. Yes, the, the teenagers are the heroes. Writing a horror movie yeah. and being like uh, writing out the demographic audience member, which yeah, because they want the, the audience to relate kid. to the the yes. main characters. They yeah. want to relate it to disheveled police officer. It's why stuff like the thing didn't like wasn't a success. Yeah, you know, because it's like a bunch of males that aren't. It's a horror film and. They're not the, the target audience bl- isn't in the movie. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, not the macho people that you see in, in Arnold Schwarzenegger. They're not action stars and they're yeah. not teenagers. So it's like making a horror movie in the eighties. It just didn't. But everything sell. about this this hardboiled detective with like the basically PTSD, a history with the previous like in the fifties of the slasher. Yeah, him investigating the crimes that are happening. Like everything about him is just like super cool. Yeah, it's like I want I want more of him. Every time it's not him, I'm yeah, like, I'm just ah. like yeah, I, it's like I can't wait till yeah. he comes back on. Right. Yeah, a bit of trivia. This is Tom Atkins' favorite role ever. I could see that. We saw that. We saw this panel because he's talked about how this is his favorite role. I yeah. did not remember yeah. this. We saw it. I think in Indianapolis. I want to say too. He's a big horror movie and sci-fi nerd. 
Yeah. So he like he loves all the stuff that he did. Okay. So Dude, he's that's like awesome. really into it. That's like, awesome. I think that's why he's so into the horror hound stuff because it's like, yeah, I like this stuff and that's super I play cool. these iconic characters. And Very cool. I'm putting words in his mouth. And <laughs> <laughs> I love Matt. <laughs> He's, he's my favorite fan. It's, he's, it's Matt time. He's so it's, cute. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> Matt me. <laughs> Matt. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the detective talks about how he buried this body, um, and then it cuts to where the body was buried, and it's like breaking through. Yeah. The floor is this like ladies watching TV. Um, I know me and Hanto saw it, but Matt, did you put in both discs for this movie, the Shout Factory release? No, I just watched the, the director's cut. Well, I told you to watch the theatrical, too. No, you said... you. You I said watch the ending to theatrical. At work, yeah. said watch director's cut. Yeah, yeah, I did. Away. And I said watch the ending to theatrical because they're both very different endings. Are they? Yes. Yeah, they're very, because very different. I'm not gonna lie to you. This one, I like. It was like verbatim what I remembered. Okay, I'll get there. I know why okay. it was too. Um, but the artwork that was on the screen for Shout Factory, like on the main oh menu, yeah, it's super cool. Was I don't know if you saw it in the director's cut, but it was like the guy crawling out of the floor. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, it's such good it's artwork. It's really, really good. Yeah, yeah, um, it's awesome. It's awesome looking. Um, I even like yeah, the, um, oh, go ahead. Are you going to finish? Oh, no, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead go I, just, ahead. I just love the whole set because I think this is where it happens where he's basically going to blow himself up in this place or make him use the gas, the pro, the gas oh, yeah, yeah. stove, whatever. Yeah. But I love everything where it's like him walking past, grabs the shotgun, stops in front of the frame. Gets the shotgun ready oh. and like closes the dump, you know, the thing where changes the, his mind. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. love wow. how it's like framed and it's like camera slowly moving into the, the oven, basically. But it's him like changes his mind, walking past shotgun cock, or whatever. And then, like, yeah, just like let's, let's do this, basically. Yeah, it's I think it's really, really, really cool. cool. I totally There's a agree. lot of cool stuff because I think this is Fred Decker's first movie, right? I think so too. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he hasn't directed many movies. No, it's like this and Monster Squad. Yeah, basically. it's a very small amount. Um, so when the detective shows up, he shoots the the killer again. I really like, like this whole killer thing. By the way, this, this is, is really really, really cool. Really I like it when cool. he's like, "I killed you before" or something like that, or he says yeah. something. He's got a cool one line. I'm yeah. kind of bummed that they get rid of him so quick. I feel like yeah. this should be the, the movie, the main antagonist in a way. Yeah, like, like he should be like on an axe murder, or and should be like going yeah. back out and killing people. Yeah, I, I do love the concept of um, like the slugs kind of being attracted to brains. Because like they actually seek out where the the killer is buried and possess him, basically. Yeah, it's really really cool. And actually, cool, to yeah. get to that, I'm just since you already talked about it, um, we cut to that next night and like everybody's getting ready for like the big dance and everything. Uh, after all these slugs have been released, after uh, the detective yeah. kills the killer, yeah. Um, and Chris finds a tape recording from JC, and it's JC talking about. Did he hey. come? He came back to the dorm room to record that, and then he crawled. He went all the way back to the furnace. Dude, Apparently right? Lots of work. Yeah, lots, lots of work, work. involved. In little, so little time. Else, nobody else talks. So little time to do all this. But stuff, dude, it's a really good uh, monologue because he's like, "I don't have a pulse. I don't have a heartbeat." It's he's like, super messed up. He's like, "I hope you." He's like, "He's like really sweet about it." Like, yeah, well, you, yeah. I want the best for you, or whatever. Yeah, like man, that. It's a really good scene. I feel it's so a, bad. But he puts on his tux anyways and goes to meet up with that girl. Got to do what you got to do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but um, I feel bad for him when they show him later because it's like, I'm sure it was. It could have been like a stunt double, like yeah. laying by the furnace. Yeah, but you um, see all the slugs like burning, basically. Dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a bummer. It's a it real is. gut wrencher yeah. part of this yeah. movie. Um, I don't know how to plug this in because we were just talking about Fred Decker, but I want to talk about this trivia that I found. What out you got? About what this you movie. got? So I'm just going to read it verbatim. All right, it's a little long. Okay. Okay. Night of the Creeps wasn't the only Fred Decker script, which included zombies attacking humans. Around 1988, he and his friend screenwriter Shane Black worked together on writing a final draft of the script titled Shadow Company. 
It was actually the first script that Black wrote in 1984, a year before he wrote his first draft of Lethal Weapon, which also has Tom Atkins in it. Okay, yep. Uh, The script was to be an action horror film about a group of U.S. Special Force soldiers who died during the Vietnam War, and years later, after their bodies are brought back, the soldiers, who were members of the secret army experiments, rise up from the graves as rotting, unstoppable zombies. The zombie soldiers would have raided the armory from a nearby army base and then proceeded to destroy the town in which they were buried, killing everyone in it and wiping wiping it off the ground during Christmas night. Which is a very shameful thing. Of course. The movie was going to be directed by John Carpenter sometime in 1989, produced by Walter Hill, who, was all, who also did some uncredited work on the script, and with Kurt Russell in the main role. But it was never made. The original script by Black and Decker did gain a cult following by theirs. <laughs> Black and Decker. Yeah. yeah. Black oh, and yeah. Decker. I mean, that's, yeah. It remained, that's awesome. Yeah. It's a cult following around Carpenter fans. I have never heard of this. Dude, that is awesome. That but sounds really, all really of those cool. names attached to it, and it's like, how did this not happen? That sounds so cool. Because like, the industry sucks. Because Shane Black is considered, I want to say Shane Black's considered like the first like rock star screenplay yeah. writer. Because his they, age it, next to whatever he sold Lethal Weapon for was ridiculous. Yes, yeah. I do remember reading that. Uh, yeah. So at that point, he could get anything made. Yeah. In 87, it's like you have Lethal Weapon coming out. He's also in Predator in 87. He is. Yeah, he is. Uh, and then uh, Last Boy Scout sells for a ridiculous, stupid amount of money in the and That's 90s. working with like Tony Scott, I believe, yeah. for that movie. So and, Walter yeah. Hill's attached, right? So Walter Hill's at like the at his like his height at this point too. Cause tales in the crypt follows. Yeah. Right yeah. after. Um, and he produced that with Joel silver and yep. Yep. Zeme- I think Zemeckis produced, man, uh, there's crypt a lot crypt. of, a uh, lot of names in the, in that nineties era. Yeah. It's like, man, but 89. So it's like Kurt Russell and Carpenter directing. It's like, how the hell did this not happen? Right. Right. That's a bar. Who, that who sounds really dope. Who were the nose yeah. that were like, no, we're not doing that. That's really cool. Actually. Yeah. Damn. Um, so at this point in this movie, um, after we find out that JC is dead, uh, Chris goes to get the detective who was going to kill himself. Yep. He decides to show up and give him a hand. Um, all the, they go to the uh, inventory. You get uh, the flamethrower from yeah. Dick Miller. They get the flamethrower from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do something about the heat? Yeah. Uh, well, it's a flamethrower. <laughs> um, and then they show up at the sorority house that all these girls are getting ready for. I don't know why, but I, I like this scene of like, you know, it's building up like all these like college girls are like, we're getting ready for the big dance. It's the typical like 80s. But, but it know. works because you know something bigger is going to happen. Yeah. And everybody else is like, ah, oh, we're just going to this dance tonight. And yeah, you're like cutting back and forth between the girls uh, the getting bus. ready, the boys getting ready, yeah. and then the worms like getting yeah, ready. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, it's yeah. just, it's just yeah. like this build. It's a yeah. really yeah. cool yeah. Um, scene. It's a build up for uh, not the greatest ending. I always thought it was the greatest. It, it's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really think it was. Uh, I'll jump time. ahead a little bit, but for a busload of these guys that like basically. And only like zombies, four, and only four of them came out. And only four Four of them come out and because like, I guess their brains got so damaged. Yeah, <laughs> really oh, these are good brains. Gotta go find another brain. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, these guys don't have brains. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't plan this out. <laughs> um, one thing we didn't we discussed was the possessed dog. Oh yeah, um, that has yeah. which looks cool. Like I love the effects in this movie. It just works. The effects, yeah, are, the really effects are pretty solid. Really good. Um, so they show up. Cynthia at this point is breaking up with Brad, who is a zombie after the entire um, fraternity bus. Um, Rex due to a possession. Actually, he gets possessed not from the bus. He gets possessed by the dog. 
The oh dog, yeah, yeah. The dog shows up yeah. and the, shoots a uh, slug into it. it. It looks like um, when Happy Gilmore hits that subway into that guy's mouth. It looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like that. Totally because does. it like hard stops so, and then just goes to the next scene. That's amazing. <laughs> Um, I love this whole scene when Cynthia's breaking up with Brad. Yeah, it's pretty good. And he's a zombie, and like he's just kind of sitting there like completely I didn't love out this. of it. It's yeah. great. Yeah, I think this is done really well. His makeup looks awesome. Yeah, as well. a lot of the makeup for the zombies are really good. Yeah. Um, so the detective and Chris show up. They kind of save the day. They clear out the house. After they stop all these other um, fraternity people um, from attacking, um, they see more slugs like racing towards the basement. Yeah. And Cynthia explains that a member of her sorority had um, like specimen brains for her biology class down I, I there. I hate this. This is such it's, a throwaway. It's, it's, just kind of a, uh, it's a stretch. It's kind of a shoehorn earlier in the movie where it's like, where can I store these brains? Oh, see, and I, I, I watched it. Oh, yes. You're totally yeah, I right. Oh, did you remember it's that? It's so throwaway. It's like, so yeah, throwaway. it happens like really early on in the movie. Yeah, where we're at, like, to the point where I was like, I don't even remember what she's was like, hey, Cynthia, basement. I got these brains. She's like, are those human brains? Like, yeah. It's, then, ve- it's like the very beginning, right? Yeah, yeah it's super early. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they go to the basement and they find an enormous pile of slugs and Detective Tiny Toes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tiny Toes. Uh, I just the, imagine like it's like uh, like Looney Tunes every time he's walking around. It's like, yeah, he's falling forward or backwards because he can't hold his weight. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Well, actually, at the same time, Cynthia and Chris they end up going into like a side, um, like a sh- uh, storage. Shed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is a cool little scene. Real good plan. Well, I don't like the, the lawnmower effect. Oh yeah, when it's like the animated blood that shoots up. You on wanted the to screen. see the Peter Jackson like yes. the, uh, yes. what's that movie where they use Dead, Dead, Alive. Alive. Dead Alive? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a cool scene, but yeah. yeah. So they get out. I even go- like. Oh, sorry. I was gonna okay. say I even like the stuff with like Tom Atkins where he's like, you know, um, he says it's Miller time. Like that's yeah. awesome, Dude. Classic line. But even the part where it's like he's fending off all the zombies awesome. and then he does like the uh, where he's like. Spinning oh, around, dude. I love it. I, I love great. that shot. Yeah. It's super goofy, but I it's I, cool. Goofy. It's really. Cool. I yes. love it. I love yeah. the way it, the way it looks. I really like it. Uh, I, it was goofy when it started, and then it was really cool by the time. It by the time it ends, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. It was really neat, actually. Um, so they escape the shed to go to the basement where I was saying that uh, Tiny Toes <laughs> is. Uh, he's got tape across his mouth. Yeah, and he's like prepping a, like a can of gasoline, and he's going to like pour gasoline all over the slugs. Pretty much take himself out with the yeah. slugs. And he starts counting down, and um, Chris starts counting with him. Yeah. And it's cool because they kind of have a moment. Um, I can't remember exactly oh, I like what this they said. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, because as Tom Atkins is counting in the basement, um, it shows Chris and Cynthia, and they're running out of the house, and he's counting in sync with. Yeah, and he's telling yeah. people to get back and everything. And yeah. Then, yeah. Um, and they get out of the house, and then Chris looks at the house. He's like, all right, detective, thrill me. Thrill me. And then the house explodes. Yeah. Um, and then pretty much, you know, the slugs are all gone. Um, does this have that? This is like a claymation type thing with the slugs, right? That's what I was thinking. Like the way, the way they the, like shoot towards yeah, Tom Atkins, like, yeah. like a Pee Wee's like, Big Adventure, yeah, yeah. Type yeah. Thing. When one flies up at the screen like Dark Man. It's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That scene is awesome. The way it looks. Uh, but yeah, the detective flicks the lighter. The house explodes, and then we have two different endings. With two different endings. So the reason there's a director's cut ending, and there's the official. Well, ending. What did, okay. which, which ending did you see? I only watched the director's. I watched the director's you? cut, and in the director's cut, it's uh, everything's okay, but Tom Atkins' charred corpse is walking off, falls in front of a cemetery. Yeah. All the worms go to the cemetery, and then an alien ship yeah. is looking for the yeah. worms. For the, uh, that's yes. the one I I've always remembered. Because, that's the one I've always remembered. That's the one I've seen. Because, because, all right, TV so and everything. I remember about it. Yeah, ten TV. years ago when I bought this movie originally. I bought the director's cut. 
Oh. We watched it. I sold it to Hanto. Hanto has a director's cut. And then we watched my version, which was the director's cut as well. Okay. So I've only ever seen the director's cut. Yeah. Where Tom Atkins comes out, falls. Um, but even then, I don't, I don't even remember the Tom Atkins part, like where he's charred. I did he's smoking a cigarette yeah. still, and he's like, "I hate this." By the way, I hate that Tom uh, uh, Tom Atkins um, gets killed. Like, yeah, he doesn't, do but he's already dead. I yeah, mean, he's he already be dead. dead. Yeah, it's the possession of his brain's possessed. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no I just hate that. Like he dies off because sure. he's such a cool character. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, I'm usually not like I usually don't care. Yeah, in movies, yeah. But, but he's so like awesome. One of those ones I'm like, he's really cool. I would love to see him in other movies. Sure, his other adventures, basically. Yeah. So the theatrical cut is Chris and Cynthia share a kiss, and the dog comes up to Cynthia, and she's like, "Oh, look!" And then the dog shoots a slug at Cynthia's mouth, and it cuts to black. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Um, and the Tom Atkins stuff is not. That's there. not in that. Nope, just ends. Or the cemetery. I prefer the director's cut. I think the director's cut's a cooler ending. I like the whole Tom Atkins coming out. Uh, I like the way he looks. I like the slugs coming out, and I like the cemetery of them looking for it after yeah. 30 years. And plus, uh, you know, I, I think I prefer the cemetery one over because I don't like the hard cut of like, oh, okay. It's just like continues on, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I love the the aspect of them spreading into like a more zombie apocalypse at yeah. the end, you know? And oh, is that how you saw it? Yeah. yeah oh, I saw it I as them it. looking for the canister still. Oh, well, I see it as like... No, they're, 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 for, sure, they're sure, for sure looking for the slugs, but the slugs are going to infect all the, the people cemetery. in the graveyard. Yeah. And they're going to rise up and then... Because what happens is that they incubate in the brain and yeah. they spawn off more. It's not just one, it's more. Okay. And so what's going to happen cool. is it's just going to yeah. keep spreading and spreading. So the zombie like apocalypse basically okay. happens. But, like that but that ending also gives me an opportunity, gives us an opportunity if they were to make a sequel to see more of those aliens. And I would yeah. love to see those aliens <laughs> yeah. Where they have to team up with the humans. I would love to see a sequel where it's Chris just working with those aliens. And aliens can't talk, but they just run around with Chris. Yeah. And it's just yeah. following him. Yeah. They're yeah. always in the background. <laughs> uh, so that is Night of the Creeps from 1986. It currently has a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, what do you guys think? I will start off. Um, I'm going to give it an 80%. This movie oh, was wow. a very okay movie to me. I bought it on a whim again off Shout Factory's uh, their sale. And I loved it. I think it's great. I am excited to watch it again. So I think it's fun. Um, I like the cast. I like the chemistry. Uh, I like the special effects. I like the story. This is uh, this is a strong recommend for me, Matt. Uh, about like a 65 percent for me. Uh, it's not a bad movie by any degree. There's some really really awesome stuff in it. I just want more Tom Atkins yeah, stuff. That's I where it is. Really, anytime it's college kids, I really just I'm not like enjoying the movie. I'm not enjoying the story. But the Tom Atkins stuff, and it's probably because the Tom Atkins stuff is so good. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, it, like I can imagine like the first screenplay was probably just him. Yeah, and then they were like, "Hey, like we want to target college kids, so you need to make it more heavy on the college kids." And I like, like the mix. I see what you're saying, but I like that it's aiming towards two audiences. Yeah, I'll probably watch it again. I, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'll give it like a sixty-five to seventy percent. Like I will probably. Dude, watch it keeps it going up as you yeah. talk about. I'll say it. <laughs> yeah, six to so seventy. I bet you the next time I watch it, it'll probably be at a seventy percent for me. It'll so you're at sixty-five, okay? Because so, I think the first time I watched it was at like a fifty. I was like, I didn't wow, get surprising. the buzz. Yeah. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I didn't. I thought get, it was fine that's too. Yeah, that's I how I felt about waxwork. Really? It started at like a 50, maybe lower than that. Oh, boy. And we got to an 80% by the end. Waxwork's great. <laughs> but if I want, I'll probably watch it again and it'll probably get bumped up more. Yeah. So you got an 80 from Chris, 65 from Matt. Hanto, what do you say? I'll probably get like a 80 to 85, somewhere in that range. Okay. Uh, this is a movie that breezes by super fast. It's pretty fun. Love Tom Atkins. This might be my favorite like movie that he's in, actually. Yeah. Just because of the character. He's a blast. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, this is a movie I could probably just throw on anytime. Like, I've seen this a lot of times. Yeah, you know what? You've always 
uh, praised this movie and I never got it. Um, but now I do. I just welcome. I, <laughs> Thank Welcome you. Welcome to my Thank world. Thank you. Thank you. So it sounds like an 80 for me, 65 for Matt, and about an 85 for Hanto. Yep. Um, strong recommend from all of us. Uh, not for Matt, but just a recommend for Matt. Um, that is Night of the Cruise from 1986. That is going to wrap up our October Scarefest of 2022. Um, Thank you so much for listening. This is our favorite time of the year. I hope you have a great Halloween. If you do have any requests or reviews or comments for any future episodes, you can hit us up on Facebook or you can email us at supercoolpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and as always, we love doing this. We hope you love listening to it. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. Happy Halloween. We'll see you next time. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.